Well, who in his own backyard has not opened his heart to the smiling secret he cannot quote? Which goes to show that the bard was sober when he wrote that this world of fact we love is unsubstantial stuff. All the rest is silence on the other side of the wall, and the silence ripeness, and the ripeness all. W. H. Auden Chapter One It was early October when I drove east toward the mountains outside Seattle with tainted emeralds on my mind. The autumn sun gilded birch leaves, and the blue sky appeared polished by a crisp and steady wind. But the green in the trees stole the show. Armies of cedar and fir and hemlock marched up the foothills of the Cascade Mountains, long limbs glowing with a peculiar shade of green I'd seen only once before, when a six-carat emerald rolled across a stainless steel examination tray in the FBI's materials analysis lab. That gem's green facets glowed with a hue so verdant, so luscious, it whispered sibilant promises in the ears of greedy men. Just before the town of Issaquah, I turned south off Interstate 90 and followed Sunset Way to the western side of Cougar Mountain. My car windows were open and the air smelled of pine needles and dry curling leaves and iron-rich soil warmed by the sun. This was supposed to be a routine visit, a courtesy call by the FBI for the local PD. But I've learned not to judge anything by appearance. That gorgeous emerald in the FBI lab cost three men their lives. I parked in a small gravel lot on the right side of the road and walked over to a gray crown Vic idling beside a police cruiser. The driver's windows lined up with each other. When I knocked on the crown Vic's window, the glass lowered six inches. I leaned down. Detective Markle. Yes? He raised his eyebrows. I'm Raleigh Harmon, FBI. He blinked, then squinted as though the sun hurt his eyes. Oh, I was expecting. When Jack Stevenson said your name, I thought. Yes, sir, I understand. Two weeks ago, the FBI transferred me to Seattle from Richmond, Virginia. And although Southern women often carried family names forward as first names, here in the Northwest, people kept assuming Raleigh meant I was a man. Not that there's a problem, the detective added. He had driven six feet forward, far enough to open his door and climb out. The state trooper left his car where it was, walking over to where I stood. This is Trooper Ron Lowell, the detective said. He's with the Washington State Patrol. The trooper's blue uniform had vertical creases that looked as though the clothes were ironed on his body. A white braid circled the brim of his felt hat. Trooper Lowell smiled, dipping the hat toward me. Ma'am, he said, nice to meet you. My heart squeezed with homesickness for a place where all men had manners like his. Behind us, a car door slammed and a small woman walked toward us. She looked like an elf purged from a fairy tale. Her long red hair leaped over her shoulders in ropes of lava, and her enormous black boots scuffed across the loose gravel shards, creating a sound like belligerent applause. This, this is Fern Valley, the detective said. She works with Issaquah Parks Department. Fern, this is Special Agent Raleigh Harmon with the FBI. Fern Valley's pinched expression silenced every question about her name. The detective continued. The vehicle in question belongs to one Courtney Van Alston. She lives in Kirkland. We called the residence, a roommate answered. She hasn't seen the girl since Sunday. 
It was Tuesday, two days later, and the vehicle in question was an army green Land Rover parked perpendicular to a cedar log boom that ran the circumference of the gravel parking lot. Behind the log boom, a bulletin board was mounted on plywood and displayed a map of hiking trails stretching across Cougar Mountain. A ring of maple, oak, and aspen trees dropped dying leaves on the Land Rover, smothering the windshield with a flat conglomerate of burnt oranges and bruised reds. Who found the vehicle? I asked. When no one answered, I asked again. Fern Valley rolled her big blue eyes. Sunday afternoons I cleaned the trailhead, she said. That doesn't answer my question. She sighed, a sound like steam escaping a tight seal. I come out here Sundays to clean the trailhead, okay? That's when I saw a car. I came back Monday, it was still here, so I called the cops. They said wait another day. I came back this morning, it's still here. I've been waiting for you to show up. Get this thing out of here, okay? I glanced at Detective Markle. He wore an expression that compressed his emotions into the diplomatic mask of law enforcement.